right, you ready? Yep. Wrong button, sir. <laughs> Look what that just did. Nice. Pegged every needle we have. <laughs> Can you hit the right button, please? And he asked me to take a walk with him. He didn't say anything for the longest time. And then he turned to me and he said, Woodman, we need each other. Words and music. And he crossed his fingers, showing how they go together. Remember, words and music. You're just way too satisfied with yourself right now. It's all about words and music, and that was music. And that was noise. <laughs> My apologies. It's still music. To our faithful six listeners. <laughs> Very sorry that the show started with the hype horn. That is music. God, I hate that thing. It is a musical instrument making a musical tone. It is music. That is a crutch used by every club DJ ever in life. <laughs> Eat that thing. Well, I just used it. I hate it. So get right. over it. I know. I'll get over it. I used it. Welcome to Words and Music, the podcast. I'm That's Crystal right. Blue. I'm Randy Red. And this happens to be season three, episode 12. 12. Yes. The old dozen. The even dozen. The even dozen. Here we are. Once again. Not the baker's dozen. No. Just a dozen. Just a dozen. Just one dozen. <laughs> Episode 12, and we are recording this at the beginning of April 2022. Opening day for baseball. Opening Major League Baseball. And it happens to be your birthday month, which is exciting stuff. Because in our last to be episode, the month I was born. Correct. In our last episode, was recorded during my birthday month. Yes. And we had an entire discussion about whether or not celebrating a birthday month is appropriate or you should just keep it to a day maybe and the weekend the we week could whatever. discuss how i'm celebrating my birthday month day all right well we've already started celebrating your we celebrate your birthday month immediately no it's not a celebration it's just it, just because you know it used to fall on my birthday and it's been tradition to keep going Doesn't he's talking mean, about the richmond nascar race which happens every year yes. in april and as a tradition for his birthday celebration, he has gone to the race for the last several years, long before I started dating him. When I started dating him, then it became our tradition to go to the Richmond race every April. We have not missed one except for uh, during the pandemic. We were locked down April 2020. Yes. And I don't even think NASCAR was happening. No, it was I can't remember if it, it was, was happening. They just weren't allowing Didn't they take a couple fans. months off? No, they did. And then yeah, they came yeah. back and came made back. up the races? Yeah. So, yeah. So, um. But that is always the kickoff to your birthday month. It's the sir. kickoff, but it doesn't mean that's not what we're celebrating. Oh God. All right. Keep trying to tell yourself that, but we are I in, am celebrating my we birthday. We are in the midst of Randy's birthday month. April 23rd. Yeah. And you'll be in Talladega. That's right. On my birthday. Mm -hmm, for the big race. But we have lots of stuff going on this, this month in celebration of your birthday. It's like everything happens in April in celebration of your birthday. First of all, Radio Romance usually comes to town in April. Yep. And we go and we celebrate. Whoa. <laughs> That's fine. You know what? You want to just like throw your wedding ring at me? Is that what you're trying to do? You're like done and over it. So he takes it off and it rolls across the table. Do you want me to give this back? I mean, if you want. Do you want, if I want. If you want to. I will wrap it around your neck. <laughs> Put that back on. I was, I got, <laughs> you got itchies? No, I got skin peeling. So from oh. washing dishes. So. Oh, yeah. You poor baby. 
It's just underneath <laughs> the ring. That's it. Yeah. Anyway, as I was saying, Radio Romance is coming to town yes, in April. Yes, they are. To celebrate your birthday month and Sam Hayes' birthday month. Lead singer Sam Hayes, also born in April. He's uh, April 20th. Right. We're roughly... He's a 420 the, baby. He's a 420 baby. Um, also, just before that, um, what, on the 16th, Sam Grow is coming to town. Right. To celebrate your birthday month. No. Yeah. No. I totally schedule these not, shows. No, it's not around me. the Randy Red Powell birthday. No. Month. Negative. Uh uh-uh. It's negative. the truth. It's not it's not the truth. <laughs> nice try. If I got either one of those guys on the phone right now and said, Hey man, <laughs> are you coming up here to celebrate Randy's birthday? They'd be like, Hell yeah. <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> you can call bullshit all you want, but Go the ahead. truth is call the them. truth is the truth. Let's plug them in. Yeah. All right. Well, I might mean, could do that, but I don't know what they're doing, and I didn't plan Where's it in court? advance. I don't want to mess with them. Uh, they're probably just having dinner. Who cares? <laughs> exactly. Call Let's them up. Interrupt their dinner. I, I, I mean, I got his number. I'll call him. Where's the cord? I'll plug it in. Stop. We're not gonna. <laughs> we're not gonna bother the boys. We'll ask them when they're here for your birthday month. So, um, something cool happened before the end of my birthday month. It. Did yeah? What happened? I got me. I have got me a job. What? Look at me go. You so Look big. Look at me go. I'm adulting again. I'm a big kid now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no big formal announcement on my Facebook or anything like that. Mostly because were I to announce, they don't have a clue who Crystal Blue is. No, they don't. Maybe so, maybe one or two people do. Just you know, in case people and and I don't think anybody's. This naive as to think that I was born with the name Crystal Blue. I don't know some people. If you are sitting there right now, going, "Wait, what?" I'm sorry to burst your bubble, but my parents were not that creative. <laughs> I mean, I, people always ask me while I was doing radio. People always ask me, "How'd you get the name Crystal Blue?" And my standard line was, "My dad was a big Tommy James and the Shondells fan." <laughs> That's what I would always say. I made that up, folks. Newsflash. Bing, bing, bing. My dad was a Tommy James fan, and he does like the song Crystal Blue Persuasion, but I came up with the name all on my own. It was just, you know, I made it up. I made it up. It's make-believe. It's make-believe. It's a pretend name, which is why it pisses me off so much when people misspell it, and then I have to, like, reality check myself. I know. (laughs) It's not really your name. It's okay. What's funny is people (laughs) misspell it, especially on your Facebook, when they're commenting on your own post. Well, and I think autocorrect has a lot to do with that. So I try to to give people a pass. Way to stick up for them. What what cracks me up, what always cracks me up, throughout my radio career, people spelled Crystal wrong. At least they spelled it not the way that I would spell it. They spelled spelled it actually like the gemstone, the crystal. Right. Yeah. And what would make me laugh the most is when they would spell it wrong in an email when they've just typed in my name. My name was always my email address. So they'd type in my name as my email address or they'd call it up from their contacts or whatever. But it's literally right there at eye level. And then they fuck it up. (laughs) Yeah. Like, how do you do that? That's a special kind of stupid. But anyway, I digress. I got a job. And I've been at it about three weeks now. Yeah. And um, first, first, I'm just going to say my first couple of weeks, it's so quiet. <laughs> it's so quiet. It's like, it's like going to work every day in a closet where no one's bothering me. Nobody wants anything. Nobody's <laughs> demanding anything. <laughs> Nobody feels entitled to anything from me. Yeah. I'm not being pulled in 12 different directions. Nobody's yelling at me. Nobody's judging me. Nobody's nope. telling me how much I suck at everything. Nope. Nobody's negative and nasty. And it's just, there's no toxins. And I am, I feel like I'm undergoing some sort of, 
um, spiritual, emotional, and mental cleansing right now. Yeah, you're going through a purge, all right. I'm just, I'm cleansing all the toxins from yeah. 20 years of radio and being told whatever they were telling me. You know what I mean? Like just, it's all sort of, I feel like it's all just dripping off of me. Right. And it's blissful. It is when you're yawning, you're bored already. No, 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 no. Why are you guys? <laughs> you think people didn't hear you yawning? No, I turned away. Yes, I'm yawning, but it's not because I'm bored. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's because I'm tired. It's fine. But I was talking in my I was talking in my Zen voice. I apologize. I mean, you know what? <laughs> you might have been the perfect. I was cause, doing that. The cause of that, because you I'm are sorry. talking in your Zen voice I'm and sorry. putting me to sleep. So I'm sorry, I did that. That was me. I mean, I feel like I need to go lay on the couch and go. Yeah. Oh. yeah. I was doing that. That was me. I can take you back to that place if you'd like. <sighs> then we would never we get this done because you'll start hearing me snoring. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, my my first couple of weeks are going well. Um, thank you to everybody who's reached out to find out. You know, are you okay? Are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing. I'm doing good. Yeah, I'm, you are. I'm definitely transitioning. I have a lot of things to, that I'm thinking about. You know, do I let go of certain aspects of my personality? Do I? Because they don't know me. Which is kind of nice. It's kind of a clean slate. Jack, I'll never let go. Right. Well, they don't, not only do they not know me, they never heard of me. Nope. They don't have any point of reference. Uh Uh-uh. None whatsoever. And what's interesting about not the that, ones, not the ones that you work with now, like right, the ones the that, one we, that are in my immediate vicinity. Immediate, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they don't the, have a clue who I am, and and it's because when you go into a situation, like if I walked in there and announced, you know, I'm crystal blue, they'd know. Do you know what I mean? But I wasn't introduced in that way. They mm-hmm. would, they would at least have some familiarity Maybe. with, you know, oh yeah, yeah, sure, sure, we listen to that station or whatever. And I've heard that a couple of times from people when they've been like, oh, oh, what did you used to do? And I've been vague about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but what's fascinating is it's like this whole other sort of world that I'm revolving in right now. It's literally walking distance from the radio station. Yeah, I know, right? I'm right there. Right there. I'm right around the corner. And they Hi, don't guys. even know it. Hi. Hi, fuckers. <laughs> you can wave. <laughs> they don't even know it. And that's it's it's a very satisfying feeling. It's very satisfying. Yeah. I'm enjoying it. Anyway. And, yeah. the, and then what's really, like, should I even, I mean, I, I feel like being petty for just a quick sec. Just a quick sec. I'm getting paid more now <laughs> than I was getting paid after 20 years in radio. And. Like, I walked away at a certain wage, and now I'm getting paid more than that. <laughs> and it took me forever to get to that wage in radio. And the bigger kicker. It's a part-time that. job. It's not even part-time. No. I'm a quote-unquote casual employee. So basically, I make my own schedule. I can go on when I want to. As long as I don't go over a certain hour, a certain number of hours a week, I can do whatever I want. And it's, um, yeah. I mean, yeah. It, at first, when I when I was offered the position and that that sort of reality hit me, it felt like a kick to the gut. Yes, it did. It and, you, and you like, mentioned that. It felt like I wasted my entire adult life, like the best years of my life, <laughs> wasted getting paid peanuts and being told I suck for 20 years. And it's just, uh, you know what I mean? Like that, yep. that reality was, was hard to swallow. But then I'm just like, you know what? There's a whole big world out there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you done growed up. I done, well, I did something. And you got your grown up job. I got a real job, mom. <laughs> I got a real job, mom, just like you always wanted. <laughs> just like you always wanted me to someday, honey, when I you mean, get a real job. Yeah. <laughs> I did it. You 
did it. Look at me go. Superstar award goes to. <laughs> <laughs> I am striving for employee of the month. That's right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, there goes that. Good luck. That's all I'm going to say is appreciate good luck. Appreciate you. I appreciate you. And, and as a matter of fact, a little later on in the show, we're going to find out exactly the role that my husband played in this new um, environment that I am Not in. Not a one. We're going to talk about Didn't that. Didn't have nothing to do with it. But later on. So, um, I, I, you know, it's funny. I did the prep sheet um, maybe like a week ago after mm-hmm. we had come back from a long motorcycle ride. Yeah. And um, I just, at the time, it was a beautiful day. It was like 80 degrees. It was gorgeous. And I thought that weather was going to stick around. (laughs) Then I remembered I live in Virginia. (laughs) And then you remembered last year what we got up to Mother's Day. Yeah. I mean, it's like the most bipolar weather ever. Like it could be snowing one day and then raining the next. Today we had bad thunderstorms. It's been kind of gloomy and yucky all week long. But the weather is going to get nice. So I just want to put this out there. Watch out for the motorcycles. Motorcycles are going to be out on the road. In fact, they're out on the road now. They're on the road but now. But it, it obviously it increases as the weather gets nicer. Right. Um, a couple things to keep in mind, which I don't think people know. I, I think they probably know. Like the information is out there. But if you don't say it every year, people seem to forget. Don't blow your freaking glass cl- grass clippings into the street. Well, yes. I think people harp on that a little too much. You think so? I do. You don't think yeah, that it's, a, it, it's it, a dangerous thing it for is, a motorcycle? It is. I agree. It is. But it's like. You don't do it. You don't blow your grass clippings into the street. No, because I actually, I think it looks trashy for one. It does. Like I don't think of it as a safety aspect or anything. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because eventually if it's wet, it'll stick. Yeah. Okay. Hey, got it. That's bad. And then it's eventually it'll blow away is what you're thinking. Eventually it'll blow away. Sure. However, comma. If you are a smart rider mm-hmm. and you see it, you're watching you, out for you it. will do everything that you can to avoid it. Sure. And if that means slowing down, yeah. you slow down. Mm-hmm. You're not taking the damn curve, you know, 50, 60 miles an hour sure. while there's grass there. So, again, I'm the playing responsibility devil's... responsibility lies in both parties. I'm playing devil's advocate here and I'm saying, okay, yeah, don't, don't be a dick and do that. Yeah. But also on the tether token to motorcycle riders. Mm-hmm. Watch so, where you're going. Watch where you're going and take, pay attention. You know, pay attention. Slow down if you need to. Yeah. Be cautious. Yeah. Like, you know, your your life is important. Yeah. You know, slow and for down. For those of you who complain because motorcycles are loud and they disturb you while you're sitting out there well, having that's a cup you're of on coffee your downtown, phone. whatever, whatever, whatever. Motorcycles are loud so that you see them, so that you know they're coming. Because guess what? They're a lot smaller than cars. A lot smaller than trucks and SUVs and things like that. No. So the the reason they're loud, they're, I mean, there's a purpose to it. Plus, it's fucking badass. So yeah. there you go. So <laughs> don't hate. Don't be drink jealous. Drink your high-priced and fancy coffee and shut the fuck up. <laughs> there you go. Spoken like a true biker. Um, so you took a trip to the cardiologist this week. I did. Let's talk about that. Why? Because people want to know. Well, so, we don't know anything. Uh, right. But let's just... So for the last couple of years, obviously, 2019, August of 2019, my husband had a heart attack. Mild at that. Mild heart attack. Yep. Yet, it, it, but still, a heart attack enough to end up with four stents in the arteries surrounding your heart. Three. I thought there was four. I'm pretty sure there's four. I'm Go look sure at the stunt card in your... I'm pretty sure there's four. <laughs> but who's counting who's counting anyway he's got stents in his heart or his arteries mm-hmm. surrounding his heart. i have coronary artery disease correct it's hereditary artery disease I sound like runs I in your family your father had his first heart attack at 31 
31 or, or 32. 31 or 32. Something like that. He has had how many bypass surgeries? Two? Two quadruple bypasses. Okay. So this is something that, that we knew was going to be a factor eventually in life. Yes. It was unavoidable. Yes. Obviously, you know, you do your best to try to avoid it, but oh, you can't. I didn't do a very also, good job at the, you know. No. Well, you also lived like a rock star, partied a lot, did a lot of... Um, <laughs> questionable behaviors that sure. led to your heart attack. And then we were on a very good path to, you know, a healthier lifestyle. Um, and then the whole world turned upside down. Everything went sideways and we all got fat. Let's yeah. just be, let's just be honest about it. Cause I got fat. You got fat. We all got fat. Sure. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> but my husband, let's just remind you too, that my husband spent an entire year looking out over the Falmouth intersection <laughs> From from a billboard, <laughs> thanks to Mary Washington Healthcare, who yes. took very good care of him. Indeed. So over the course of the pandemic, the last two years, of course, we never thought it was going to be this freaking long and involved. But I remember asking you a couple of times, have you not heard from your cardiologist? When are you supposed to go back and see your cardiologist? And you were like, well, they'll... They'll let me know when it's time. They, they, that's what they said. They'll, 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 because I got moved to yearly appointments. Right. Because I was, everything was taken care everything of. Everything was good. He was impressed right. with how everything went. So he goes, I'm going to move you to yearly appointments. Cool. Got it. And then I go to make a yearly and then appointment. Pandemic. And they were like, we will call you. We don't make appointments, appointments out this far. Right. All right. Cool. Got it. Thanks. Pandemic shuts everything down. Um, doctor's offices were impossible to get into. You, There was a lot of places you just did not, they were like, nope, we're not taking appointments yeah. right now. Um, nothing, elective surgeries were done. I mean, it was one of those things where it was just, you kind of got put in a holding pattern. Right. Two years later, you have started to notice because, and because we got the Peloton for Christmas. Yep. So you were riding your ass off, riding 10 miles, eight, 10 miles a day. Um, you started to notice you weren't quite feeling right. Correct. And then also going up steps. Yeah. That had been going on for a little bit. And I'm thinking, oh, well, it's just the weight. I put the weight back on. Right. I'm getting winded like I ran a damn marathon going mm -hmm. up two flights of steps. And I'm like, oh, man. Yeah. And then I'm like, well, maybe this ain't uh, this. Maybe this just ain't the weight. <laughs> maybe there is something more to this. Well, and you learned a very important lesson in 2019, and that is listen to your body. Oh, yeah. Yep. So I went in, made an appointment, had an echocardiogram. The good news is on that is I can report that my heart is very strong. Strong like bull. Strong like bull. <laughs> it, uh, the walls look good. There are no signs of a heart attack. That's good. The valves look good. It's pumping like it should. That's good news. But they just couldn't see the, the arteries. They can't see arteries on an ar so echocardiogram. So I had a nuclear stress test the next day. And what exactly, for people who don't know, for people who aren't familiar, what is involved in a nuclear stress test? They pump your ass full of gamma Not radiation. Your, ass, your heart. <laughs> they pump you with gamma radiation, and gamma, turn you into the hawk. I saw the word gamma. Oh, I am not bullshit. Okay. <laughs> I actually saw the word gamma. Your dad on the will computer. be excited about that. So I was like, no way. There's, there's no way. No shit. I, I took a second look and it said gamma. Okay, like, well, maybe wow. there is something to that because I know it's it's some sort of a radioactive dye. Yeah. It's, small amounts of radioactive. They're going to turn me into the hawk, so it's cool, babe. 
You won't like me when I'm angry. Hulk smash. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so no, so what, they it, what put happens that in is, an IV, it starts going through your veins. No, they don't put it in through your IV. They put it, they put a pick line in you okay. and then they just put it right in. It's like giving you a shot, but they gotcha. put it through the pick line right into the vein. Okay. So then you go out, sit for 30 minutes, and they come back, and then they take a picture of your heart. So that 30 minutes allows the allows dye to, to start circulating through your arteries Correct. and your veins and all that stuff. And then once you're done with that... When you say they take a picture of your heart, what do you mean? Ultrasound? X-ray? It's like an X-ray picture. Like an X-ray picture. Yeah, the, okay. the, the, the ultrasound is the echocardiogram. That's on Mon That was Monday's. Okay. This was an X-ray picture. So they so. put you in front of an X-ray machine... It was kind of cool because like every 10 seconds, the thing turned like a little bit. Interesting. It was automated. Okay. So it was like 10 minutes long and then all of a sudden you just feel a Like, I mean, you just moved ever so slightly. Were you laying on a table or were you standing in front of it? sitting up. You were sitting up. I'm sitting up like I'm sitting in a chair. Okay. And my arms were on a pedestal. Okay. Like an armrest above and I'm just sitting here turning like literally. You're turning. I'm turning. Every 10 seconds. Oh, I thought the machine was turning no, around I'm you. turning. So you, they put you on like a stool that turns. A chair that turns, this whole contraption. Fascinating. So I'm sitting there, and it's like it's like a clock. Every uh -huh. 10 seconds, the, 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 it's like the it arm turns moving. You. It turns me. So it gets your heart from literally every angle. Yes. Through your body. And then after that, mm -hmm. they put you on a treadmill. Ooh, that sucks. And then they put you on an <laughs> incline, Ugh. and the speed of it is, is is pretty significant. So, is there anybody in the room with you? Like, are yeah, they, there's are a lady. There's a lady in there monitoring yep. you. She's taking your blood pressure. She's asking you, making questions. sure you don't fall out. Yeah, pretty much. Uh -huh. So, I, I probably would fall out. Oh Jesus, I was about to. <laughs> Holy How fast cow. are you going on the train? I don't know. I didn't see the numbers. I didn't see the height. Like, I don't see it, that. You're running. You're walking. No, I'm walking. You're walking. It was quickly. a brisk. It was a quick. Okay. It was a quick walk. Power walk. Yeah, it was power walk. Okay. So, so they're not I, fucking around. And then they make you go uphill. Because the point yeah. of this test is to stress your heart out. Yeah, Take they want to get you. They want to get you to what they think at your age, what your heart rhythm should be, what your heartbeat should be. What a healthy heart should be doing during exercise. Correct. Okay. So your beats. Your but beats then don't permanent. they take you over that? Like it's a stress test. I thought there was once a, they take, once they get to you get your heart to where it needs to be the at the healthy level uh, at the level they they think it should be. Okay. The the nuclear chick comes in and she puts another shot in your arm. What is that shot? More gamma? I think so. I'm not Ooh, sure. Okay. Um, I didn't ask questions because I was worried about just making sure I stayed on you my were just feet trying to stay. and not have a heart attack in itself <laughs> because I was like, "Holy oh, lady, my chest is hurting. It's yeah. burning. Yeah. Like my, my my chest just burned." So. Well, and I think that um, anybody who is out of shape, like myself, and I can, myself, I can 100% relate to that burning sensation yeah. in your chest when you start to overexert your body. Oh, yeah. that you're just not used to doing all that exercise. Correct. So, okay, I under, I I'm, I'm I'm with you. So so then what? After that, you take a break, get some water in you. They give you a snack, which I didn't eat right away. What snack? Actually, I was you? able I was able to uh, pick some uh, Ritz crackers with some cheddar cheese. Oh, nice! That's what they gave me. I like got the little the little one, the well, little sandwich cookie. The Your little sandwich, sandwich crackers. crackers? Yeah. I love those. They come in like a, a nine yeah, pack. Yeah, so no, good. no, so good. Six pack. Oh, you're talking about like the real size Ritz crackers with the sandwich, but with not the, not like the, the little bite size. No, one. not the bite size. The, okay. the, the real, okay. you know. Look at me. I'm I'm like more interested in what you're more interested in the got. damn food than you are my damn heart. I'm, no, I'm very interested in your heart, but I like She's good interested snack. in the damn Ritz crackers, y'all. Don't let her fool cracker. you. <laughs> right, this ain't Boo Boo the fool over here. Hey Boo Boo, <laughs> I want another picnic basket. 
<laughs> All right, move on. We'll move on. So you're eating the snack. Or you didn't eat the I snack. I didn't eat the snack. I ate it the other day on my way home from work. <laughs> I, le- I left it in the vehicle. You were that guy. You're like, I'll just keep this for later. I'll keep it for later. Look at you. I didn't want to be I didn't want to be that guy eating in the in the waiting room. Oh, I would have been. I don't give a fuck. You I can know. watch me eat. <laughs> I got me up. There's also another prop. Like, I'm also <laughs> the young guy in the group. Mm-hmm. All right. I am in a right. room full of geriatric patients. Right. And that's in a something sea that, of blue. That's something that you had to come to terms with when you had your heart attack oh because you God. went through cardiac rehab after that. And again, you were the youngest one, which I'm going to go out on a limb here and say, made the nurses very happy to actually have somebody that's more their age that they could joke with and have a good time with. And you probably brightened their day oh, every I time you came in. I guarantee it. I kept them on I their toes. I guarantee it. Witty comments, oh, yeah. remarks, narky. Because they have to smell old people all day. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh. I love my I mean I, I love my old folks. I do, I do, I do. I love oh, the seniors. But, these, but I'm oh. sure that that is a tough job and I don't envy it. So I'm sure that you were there to break up the monotony big time. It was uh it's an eye-opening experience going in there. And you're like, wow. I'm, I'm sure here. it's a reality check. It kind of is. You're like, yeah, I'm here way too fucking early. Obviously, it, obviously, it wasn't too much reality check because I fell off the wagon. So I needed another yeah. reality well, check. You know, but because so. at our age we still have that sort of feeling of invincibility. We're yeah, young. I feel like I can eat what I want, do right. what I want, freaking drink what I so want. Long. You know, yeah, it's it's of like course. now I'm like, well, shit, I can't do that. Yeah, I get it. But you so know, okay, you're back you, in the waiting room. And then they take another set of pictures. Same thing in yeah. the chair. In the chair. Okay. And then I don't know. They said if if there was something significant, they would call me back in 24 to 48 hours. And how long ago was this? Oh, that was We're at about the 48-hour mark, so it's Thursday. Yeah, so. Okay. So, well, that's, no news is good news. It's that kind of situation, I guess so, but I know something, I I know something is wrong. There is something wrong because there are feelings of pre-heart attack that led up to my heart attack. Mm Mm-hmm. So I'm having certain feelings that I know. That, you, okay. You know what I mean? So there's, I understand there's, there's, that. there's those, those, and whether or not it's fear. Well, I was going to say, there's, there is something to be said, though, for the way that your body reacts to things like stress and anxiety. Well, I got no stress. And, I got no and, anxiety. Right. But you could be feeling a little anxious about your heart. No. No. Okay. No, that this is this is not an anxious. Everyone's tried to tell me this just, already. I'm, no, you're you're just you're in the line with other people okay. that have tried to tell me that. Right. It's not stress. It's not anxiety. You're convinced there, there is a legit. Okay. You saw me at my worst when I would get out of breath walking before yeah, the heart I'm attack. Yeah, but I'm not seeing that now. Because you don't see me going up two flights of steps here at the house. Okay. You did see me go up 28 flights of steps at freaking Richmond. Okay, it was 28 steps, not right. 28 flights. 28 steps at <laughs> Richmond, and I told you to give me a second. You need to, I need yeah, to, you know. Yeah, absolutely. So that's what I'm feeling. But baby, I was winded when I got up there, too. Not, nothing not winded, like what you were. Yeah, you're not winded like no, I am, I, and your I, heart's not fluttering 100%. like mine is. So Understood. that's the stuff that happened before my heart right. attack that led up to my heart attack. That Understood. I didn't, so, do you think maybe that you have a almost um, uh, more in tuned sense of that now because you went through it and you're now now looking at it from every angle, whereas before you would be like, "Ah, eh, it's fine. I'm just out of shape." You know well, what I mean? Well, that's what I used to say in the past. So now yes. you're like looking at it with a more serious. Well, yeah, eye. because I was saying, "Oh, it's because I'm out of shape." And right. Then, and as I've started getting back, you know, in the flow of things, and I'd been eating healthy for. 
You've been having um, like we've been yeah. I've been making breakfasts your lunch. and lunches for three yeah. months now. Like it, and it hasn't gone away. Uh, yeah, you know what I mean. So right, it's right. like okay, there there is legit a problem. So we just need to find out what it is. We need to find out what it is, and 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 you'll accept the doctor if they come to you and say nothing's wrong with your heart. No, I won't. Well, then what are you gonna do? I'm gonna okay. go to the ER and have them admit me. Are you being serious? I'm dead serious. You're gonna go in there and you're gonna you're gonna take a look and tell me what's wrong. And what if it's nothing? Well, then that's fine. At what point will you be convinced? I don't know because the way I feel is the way I feel. Okay, and how I, I felt understand last time. that. I one hundred percent understand that. But if they come back to you and say, "Mr. Powell, everything looks good. Everything's great. You're doing a fantastic job. Your arteries are clean. Everything's good. The stents are working. Your meds are working. You just need to drop twenty well, then, pounds." Then we know because there's you don't just. Mm-mm. You're not. You're no. not. You you are convinced uh-huh. that there's something going on. Oh okay. yeah, because I there's guess... no way I should be getting out of breath at twenty. You know, going up twenty steps like that. Okay. There was just a moment in time where it just happened. Boom! Like it was like oh. What if it's not your heart? What if it's your lungs? Then we will address. Have to address that. Give me a scan. Right. And that's why maybe I say when I go to the ER, something's wrong with me. Mm-hmm. Start scanning. You know, because that's the only way they're gonna they're gonna scan. Right, you right, know right. what I mean? Like, I'm not gonna go to every you, particular we specialist. Could, we could do an entire episode on how different you and I are when it comes to going to the doctor, couldn't we? Probably. Mm-hmm. You don't go. <laughs> I'm me. I'm like I and it's and I think that I inherited that from my father. I really do. And and I shouldn't. I don't know if I should say that because. Dad, now that he's older, goes to the doctor regularly and takes his appointments very seriously and all that stuff. I used to do it. I used to do it a lot. And then I started to realize that like, I was up to date on everything, all my appointments, yearly this, check up that, blah, 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 blah. And now I'm like, ever since I moved out here and you need a different freaking doctor for everything, (laughs) and I didn't know where to go, and I got, and I kind of like shut down on it. So I could be decaying on the inside and I wouldn't know. Yeah. At this point, though, I'm afraid to go to the doctor because I'm like, they're going to find something. I'm old now and I can't possibly be, I know I'm not healthy. (laughs) We've got benefits, babe. I know. Oh, I know. So. And I should go. And I'm not advocating don't go to the doctor. Obviously, you should go. And I've yeah. had, you know, I've had my mammograms. I have, like, I have all these thoughts. I have all these thoughts because, you know, I have breast cancer in my family. So for me, it's it's all about the mammogram. Get your, get your regular mammogram. Uh-huh. I went through so far as to film my last mammogram. But my last mammogram was in 2019. I need another one. You know what I mean? Like, I'm almost 50. And I'm, I know, I know I'm, no. I'm, I'm like entering the threshold of menopause. Yeah. <laughs> and I should be at the doctor. But I'm also convinced um, just a little bit that the pharmaceutical companies have a lot to do with the results of the, you know what I mean? Like, I, have oh, a, I don't want to live on freaking prescription meds for the no, rest of my life. Agree. And not on either, but, you know, yeah. it's, it is what it is. I mean, yeah, but you are much more willing, and it's a good thing. Well, it now is a I fantastic. am. You are much more willing to listen to your body and take your ass to a doctor when you need to. Now I am. And I'm like, is there a bone poking out of my skin? I didn't used then to I'll, be. Then I'll, maybe I'll go to the urgent care. I used to be like, well, if I ain't dying, I ain't going. Yeah, that's you know? kind of where I'm at. So I used to be that way until I sat at work all day having a heart attack I all know, day. No, you did. And you know, purple face and eyes and It was terrifying. You know, and that kind of was like, well, hey, something yeah. else is wrong here. And you know, and and we've had some So I've had uh, a coworker who mm-hmm. I've become I could say I'd become friends with. Yeah. He had a 
A massive heart he attack. He had a heart too. attack and he, half his heart doesn't work. Then we also have a friend of ours that passed away from then a massive heart attack. In December had a massive heart attack and died in January. You know and what yeah. I mean? So I know. it's kind of one of those things where, you know, you it's have... It's not something to mess with. You have people close to you that are having this and you know you've had this. Not, it may not have been massive, but yeah. you've had it. Now all of a sudden, okay, what's going on? Why are these symptoms coming back? Right. So it's trying to get to the root cause of it. That's mm-hmm. all I, I want to do. Yeah. Like... I'll continue Me, working I'm out. I'm like the girl with the check engine light on in her car, just ignores <laughs> it until it goes away. The happy face sticker over That's the me. check engine. It's so bad. It's so, so bad. And yeah. I need to stop doing that. I really, really do. Yeah. I need to follow your lead because, I mean, I, I don't breathe right. Thanks to two years of open mic in a smoky bar, I lost 30% of my lung capacity. And I still don't know why, but I've just accepted it as my norm. And I shouldn't. No. And you're right. You I should. I should be going to a pulmonary, whatever. I should be going. Pulmonologist. Obviously. So I went. So, okay. Well, you mean, you got to give me a little credit. I did go to the allergist. You did. And you found did. out I have no allergies. <laughs> Where I found out I had every damn allergy. And I'm allergy. like, I can't fucking breathe. Obviously, I must have developed an allergy to cigarette smoke. I was convinced. Yeah. And then they were like, you have no allergies. In fact, we are so boggled by the fact that nothing popped on your skin test that we're going to send you for blood tests. So they did that and it still came back. You have no allergies. How that's possible, I don't know. I don't know. Especially not being from Virginia. Right. And and everybody tells you when you move to Virginia five years, within five years, you're going to be allergic to everything because the pollen is so bad around here. So horrible. It's And everybody I know has allergies. We have air purifier in every single room because you and your sister have such bad allergies like everything's allergies here, I'm seeing. no you're right because we're not down here enough but anyway i still can't breathe yeah. you know what i mean like i don't breathe well it's funny you <laughs> mentioned that my 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 cardiologist said are you using your cpap and i said no yeah you're not because he's like why i said well because i went because i felt like i was drowning with it yeah, because I couldn't breathe. Brutal. And then he says, "Okay." And then I said, "Well, I went to an allergist finally, and I found out I was allergic to every damn thing, including <laughs> my dogs and cat." Yeah. He looks at me. I said, "Yeah, I'm more allergic to my dogs than I am the cat." He, right. He's like, "Oh wow." I said, "Yeah," and I've had dogs my whole life. And then I said, uh, "I've started taking a shot regimen, and then I put air purifiers in every room, literally every room." And then my, I said, "My wife has told me my snoring has all, all but, but stopped." stopped. All but stopped. The, you so, snored the other night. Um, I noticed that because I was laying awake. Because I, I, as think I that, tend I to think do. everything's starting to pick up. The you day know? that you were really stuffy and you yeah. hadn't used your prescription nose spray or whatever, yeah. you you snored a little bit that night. But that, it wasn't it wasn't like it used to be. Like it used to be freight train chainsaw all night long. Just because you married a goddamn lumberjack. That's right. <laughs> The truth. That's Paul Bunyan in uh, there. Uh, yeah, seriously. And it was there were nights where I contemplated um, getting up and going into another room to try and sleep. But even then, you can hear you throughout the entire house. There's yeah, no, no, you can't escape it. You know, I've been but, told that. But it's gone now. Like I don't hear you snore hardly ever. And yes, for all you wondering, that is a claw. That was a white claw. There's no laws. There's when ain't you're no laws when you're drinking the claws. Yeah. I gotta we, drink them up. So. I know you do. So you know we're still in the intros. This is yeah, gonna I know. be a long it's crazy, ass podcast. But we ain't been doing this. In, we haven't done this in a couple weeks. It's been a couple of weeks, and a lot of shit has happened. Let's so, quickly. But move. I'm doing good. I feel fine, ish. Yeah, you know, you know what I mean. So it's like one of those things where I'll figure it out. I'll get on the on the. And you'll do exactly what you're going to do. And this is for the record, folks. He has agreed to not. 
um, push back when I tell him what he's got to eat. Yes. Because after we had a heart attack, and I say we because I, I was right there with you. I still pushed back. He was a giant pain in my ass when it came to food because I was telling him that, no, you can't eat that. You have to. It was low salt, low fat. You know what I mean? It was, a, And it's a very, obviously, it's a very hard diet for somebody who's used to eating whatever the hell they want. And I love my husband, but I married a man who eats like a five-year-old. If he could have chicken nuggets and french fries every day for the rest of his life, he would. Say that's, I'm, that's, say I'm that's, wrong. That's about right. And pizza with every meat on it. Yeah. All the bacon. Yeah. All the sausage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to me. He's drooling. Uh-huh. Meat lovers. <laughs> All the cheese. Listen, I am a meat and potato guy. Yes. Hands down. Point blank. Yes. And it got to the point where he was talking back like a toddler. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just be honest, because it was, can I eat this, mom? <laughs> can I have this, mom? And I was like, you know what? You know what? You do you, boo-boo, and I will go over here, and I will do me, and I'm done telling you what to do. And it got it got that bad. Like, it got to that point where I was like, you know what? Eat what you want. See how that works out for you. <laughs> and here we are. And here we are, folks. <laughs> because Mr. Big Man over there, my lumberjack, yeah, well. did not want to be told what to do. And no. I mean, I, and I understand it. I get it. I, I feel it in my bones. I, I am what I, don't, I am. I mean, you are. And I don't like being told what to do, what to eat either. And I'm terrible at dieting. Um, I just know that as an adult, you have to eat a few more healthy items than you did when you were a kid. And you can't have candy and cakes and for me it's sweets for, yeah, for you, you it's, it's for you it's salt and it's savory unfortunately yes. for you salt is your biggest enemy i know so i know i can't have all those savory folks. things that no, i love you cannot you cannot so i mean we're talking about a man <laughs> she's laughing we're y'all. talking about a man who and i this is my fault this one is my fault i will take full responsibility for this because i lived in a house downtown and i used to walk over to the butcher uh-huh. The old town butcher. Yeah. Do you remember the day? I do remember. That I discovered that the old town butcher was making, what was he making? It was breakfast sausage. Bacon sausage. It was bacon sausage. It, he was taking bacon and, and grinding it up into sausage. Making sausage links. So me, I was like, you know what I'm going to do? And I'm going to get this bacon sausage and I'm going to get some bacon to go with it. And then I'm going to go over to Red's house and I'm going to make him some biscuits and gravy with this bacon sausage. You see how she got bacon me, on the side. And then we're going to make the eggs in the bacon grease. I used to do that growing up anyway. So uh, everybody, did. Yeah. I never, I never cooked with bacon grease. I was not, I wasn't raised in that environment. Like that was just not a thing we did. We did. Yeah. That's fucking gross. And I still, I still think it's gross, but I did it for you because I loved you. And um, see, she did it for me, y'all. Hundred percent. I have never and will never again cook anything in bacon grease except for bacon. You know, the bacon makes they the did grease. It in 1883, you get rid of the grease. You get. I don't. 1883. Come on. <laughs> Tim and Faith did it, so it's okay. <laughs> it was a TV show. <laughs> they did it in those era. They did they it did. in that era. I know they, they did. They put that I'm lard sure. and that grease in Listen. a container, and they used it over and over I again. I remember my grandmother having that container. 
What she never did, though, was cook with it. She used it as disposal. Like, that's where the bacon grease went. And then eventually, it was a coffee can, you know, the metal yeah, coffee oh, can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then eventually, just once it filled up, it went in the garbage. We did not then cook with it. Some but I know st- people yes. down here that leave it in the cast iron and then just continuously heat it back up and cook it. It's anyway, a southern thing. It's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, you Midwesterners. I'm gonna just just say that that's those days are over. I, they were great days. They were wonderful days. They were fantastic. But they are now in the past because I love you too, goddamn much. Oh, to I'll live tell you what though, you. I start freaking going downhill. I'm going out in a blaze of fucking glory. You know what? And I have said this to you a thousand times. They it, just like that little band or big. Uh, what is it? The Ban Perry song. Better dig too, because if you go, I'm going with you. <laughs> Till death, motherfucker. That was the vow. <laughs> um, I'm, okay. We got to move on. Yeah, we do. There's other shit to talk about. Um, like, for instance, the smack heard around the world. Who cares? Yeah, I mean, Will Smith smacked Chris Rock at the Oscars. Everybody knows about it. Everybody's putting their opinions out there on the internet. And at this point, I'm just waiting for the Red Table Talk to address the situation. He has officially resigned from the Academy. Mm-hmm. Um. They're doing an investigation, I think, the yeah. last... I mean, what's there to investigate? Everybody saw it. All these high-priced and fancy assholes yeah. are like, oh, it's assault. Yeah, right. Shut up. Who cares? Here's the thing. It happened. It's over. Move the, on. The bottom line is the social media... Oh, my God. ...like effect of something like this going on between two celebrities that we don't know, but we all sort of feel... People feel entitled to their opinions on it everybody's got to speak on it the next day. And it's like, no, no, you don't. Nobody asked you. I have looked everywhere for who the fuck asked everyone. And I can't find that person. Nope. (laughs) So there you go. We're moving on. Yep. Now, the next thing on my list is Eric Church. Mm -hmm. I love me the chief. Mm -hmm. I go to church religiously. Lord have mercy. Yes. I had he, I had to fight for the church. I mean, like uh, you know, dude. she spoke about the church more than she spoke about me for a little <laughs> while. So just saying. So, but f- let the record show: I have never seen him in concert. You have not. I have not seen him in concert, it, it, even though there have been opportunities to do such. It doesn't matter. Yep. Um, we've seen Eric Church in intimate um, environment, intimate yeah. situations where we've gotten to actually get. Um, Front row seats to him explaining things. Talking about his creative process. Yes. We went to a country radio seminar, and he was one of the keynote speakers. Fan- fascinating interview. Fantastic interview. So incredible. Plus, he played us a couple of songs. He talked about his creative process. Anyway. The king the, of cool, man. He's just brilliant. I think his creative- Not like George is like the king of country. Yeah, absolutely. The church is the king of cool. He's the chief. Man. I mean, he's the chief. The chief. Is, it, he, is, he is cool. So he's under fire once again. And and well deserved. You I, think so? I think it is. Okay, he canceled the show in San Antonio to go see UNC in the Final Four mm-hmm. basketball team. Selfish. I uh, well, he's from North Carolina. Yep. I don't know that he went to North Carolina or University of North he's Carolina. He's a huge, but he's a Tar huge Heel fan. Tar Heel fan. Yes. Okay, so um, he canceled the show. It's his prerogative. First of all. It's his damn show. Okay. If he wants to cancel a show, he can cancel a show. He can okay. cancel it for literally any reason. Mm-hmm. He was transparent about the reason he was canceling the show. He could have said, I don't feel good. My th- I got laryngitis. I got the laryngitis. I got the laryngitis. Right? He, he could have lied. He could have. To his fans. He could have. A lot of artists would. 
Yeah. Because they don't want the heat. But he he, he, he didn't. It. He, he said, look, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to do the most selfish thing I've ever done. You just said, you I just am, said it. And he admitted it. He, he admitted it. He owned it. I am going to cancel this show so that I can take my family to the final four. And I will make it up to you. So what he is now doing is he's giving all the fans, first of all, he refunded all their money, right? Mm-hmm. Mm, did, Obviously, did he? he refunded, yes, he refunded the I tickets. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Okay. Refunded all the tickets. Obviously, he can't refund things like flights and hotels and things yeah. like that. If you made the choice to travel for that show, you're not getting reimbursed 100%, but you are getting back the ticket money, right? Mm-hmm. So I can respect that. He gave everybody full refunds. And then he turned around and he said, here's what we're going to do. Labor Day weekend, meet me in New Braunfels, and we're going to party at this amphitheater. Unfortunately, the amphitheater is about a third of the size of the stadium yeah. he was going to play in San Antonio. So people are still pissed off. Still not going to be able to see him. Well, and then people are still not going to be able to see him for a numerous, numerous oh, absolutely. Reasons, right? They're not going to be able to either one travel to New Braunfels to yeah. get off work probably. Right. Or Does it you suck know, for the fan? It does. Sure. Yes. But you know what? I think that as... As I've traveled through my time in the media and, and the entertainment industry, I have noticed something that has changed and evolved over the years. And it is the access with which the fan has been given to the art, the artist, right? They can get in touch with them on Twitter. They can reach out to them on Instagram. They can talk about them on Facebook. There's all of these ways to now connect directly mm-hmm. with your favorite artist. I didn't grow up in that environment. You didn't grow up in that environment. Mm-hmm. There was no tweeting um, your favorite artist when they pissed you off. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. But now you can do that. And Eric Church is not one of those guys that heavily engages on social media. I'm sure he has a team that does whatever, whatever, whatever. But when he feels the need, he does address the fans. Sure. Himself. And so, of course, now, I mean, I mean... The thing about Eric Church fans, like true fans are cool with it. They're fine with it. Sure. They're going to go to this free show. It's going to be a kick-ass free show. If you are lucky enough to attend that free show, Eric Church is going to give you the best show of your life. Yeah. You are never going to be the same. That show is going to literally change you as a person. I guarantee it. Probably. Knowing what we know oh, yeah. about Eric Church. Agreed. The human being. Yep. And that's what I think people need to remember. He is a human being. He No, he is. And that's why I said, I, I, you and I have talked about this. Yeah. And I said. And I feel like we kind of disagree on it. I feel like you are holding him a little more under the fire. I'm holding him accountable. And I. I him as an I think artist. he's holding that, himself accountable. And he is. And I've never, I've never once said that he has not mm-hmm. held himself accountable. I've never once said he's not been a hundred percent transparent. Right. We agree to disagree on certain aspects of this. Yeah. I and he has said it, it is completely one hundred percent selfish. Yeah. For him, and he has admitted it. Yeah, but guess what? But he's owning it, and right. and I res- and I said I respect that. Yeah. I I am just on the fan side of. The, the the argument because of me, the fan, the one that has paid money to lose out on things before, sure. that's where it hits home for me. Uh-huh. So that's where I'm like, you know what? Not everybody can do this because, right. you know. So, and that's why I said I'm, 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 I'm 50-50 on it. I'm, I'm appreciative and I still respect the man for being able to call himself out 
and right. own his shit because yeah. that's what he's doing. We could have just canceled it and not done anything right. else. And, and you would have had every right to do it. And here's what here's where I come about. I, I think that as a society, we have forgotten how to deal with disappointment. We now feel sure. so fucking entitled to everything. We enti- We feel entitled to his attention. You know what I mean? He does not owe anybody anything. He if doesn't. he wants to cancel a show, he can cancel a show. He does not have to make it up to you. He doesn't have to give you anything to say he's sorry. He doesn't no. owe anybody anything. So he's allowed to be selfish and then and then close the door. He's allowed to be human. Because guess yes. what? Those but folks a year from now will buy the same goddamn ticket. They probably all over will. Again. But the fact of the matter is, is that he put a schedule out and these people bought tickets uh-huh. to what a schedule was. A put lot out. of people put a schedule out a couple years so, ago and had it all go to shit. Well, you know. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But that's what I'm saying. Like we as but a society that, see, need to remember that, you just brought that up. You just, you bring that up. That yeah. People put people put a schedule out and it went yep. to shit two years ago. Uh-huh. Well now people through are coming no, back out. Through no so control. people are cut, yeah, people are coming back out now. Yeah. There is control on this one. He so like I'm saying, I think I, as a society, we we need to remember how to deal with disappointment. Sometimes shit goes south, and does. you don't get to have what you want. And boo fucking who, live with it. I want my ice cream and cake and eat it too. See, damn it, how that's how everybody <laughs> feels these days. I want this, and 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 damn it, if he doesn't deliver, then he sucks. No, he doesn't suck. No, he doesn't. Not even no. close. He can just I can you know be yeah. disappointed. You could be disappointed. You're entitled to your disappointment. You are not entitled to anything else. Absolutely. You're entitled to a refund on your yeah. ticket. There you go. Absolutely. Boom. And you got that. Yep. Everything else is frivolous. Agreed. And nobody should be complaining about anything. So there you go. Look at me. I just spewed my opinion. Nobody asked for <laughs> You can still complain if you want to. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sure you can. Go for it. But it's not going to do you any damn I good. <laughs> All right. Shall we move on? We should. Say what? Say what? Did you guys hear about the fire at Mile High Stadium? Like, holy shit. Holy shit. Like, holy shit. Like, I, I don't think I've ever seen in my lifetime a fire at a stadium. Like, like it was, it wasn't just a little itty bitty fire. No, it, it was, was massive. It was a massive fire. Like, it took out some sweets. I've got the details. Please. I've got the details. The Denver Fire Department announced that the fire at Empower Field at Mile High was accidentally started. I want to know what this accident was. I would thing. love to know too. The fire burned an area of seats between sections 332 and 334, totaling about 1,000 square feet. It started in the northeast part of the stadium around 2:15 p.m. local time, Thursday, March 24th, in a four-level or fourth-level suite and spread to the third level. The Broncos Stadium fire destroyed $60,000 worth of ticket value. That's how many seats Suites and seats underneath the suites were completely destroyed. At 60000 60, per game. Tickets. $60,000 worth of ticket value. Per game. How much is it? I mean, like, obviously, suite tickets are very expensive. <laughs> Yo. But just a regular seat. A regular seat up there is probably about 150 to, depending on the game, depending on who the opponent is. Uh-huh. I mean, you're talking anywhere from a hundred bucks to probably, you know, 150, yeah. 200 bucks. I mean, and two sections, and they're like destroyed beyond repair. You right can't, now, you yeah. can't just go clean the seats off and, no. and let people sit there. You have they, to rope that section, those two sections off, and completely gut it and repair it. Yeah, rebuild I mean, it. There was plastic seats that there are plastic seats that melted. It's insane. It was. I was watching video of it. It yeah. was crazy. It's absolutely insane. But mm-hmm. the, and they've said, and I've said the. Uh, they don't know if they're going to be ready in time. Well, those I sh- I'm sure that those 
but they've also are not going to be able no, to No, those be. sections are, but they've also talked about structural damage. Oh. So reports that I've read coming from Denver and, uh-huh. and, and on Denver news sites, they've talked about they've got to have a structural engineer come out to check to make sure there's nothing structural. That heat did not heat up the beams underneath in the concrete and whatnot. Like there's a whole thing. Like they don't know if this section at all is going to be ready to house or entertain. So then you have to wonder if that's going to affect the entire stadium. Yeah, that's a huge question. Accidentally right now. started. That's all they're saying. Yeah. They haven't released anything like, oh, somebody dropped a cigarette or somebody left a burner on in one of the concession stands. They're, they're not saying anything like that. So yeah, accidentally I started. I get the Denver news in my email. So I've, I've. And you haven't seen anything? I haven't seen any updates lately on that. But it's only yeah. been a couple of weeks. Though, yeah. And there's a lot of news going on. Yeah. Just crazy though. That happened around March twenty fourth. It is crazy. And um, my husband happens to be a Broncos fan. That's my family's hometown. Yeah, my mama's hometown. My mama from Denver. Oh, that's nice. You were born out in that area. Born in Aurora. Aurora, not Illinois, Colorado. Aurora, Colorado. <laughs> mama from Denver. So and yeah. dad's from Greeley, Greeley, Colorado. Yeah. So you're a Denver. I mean, you're a Bronco baby. Yeah. Do you bleed orange and blue? I mean, I didn't for a while. Yeah, I know. You were like a... This is... Okay, so... Shh, let's just no, not no, bring... No, 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 no. no. Let's, just, <laughs> let's just not bring it up. Let's move on. We'll, on. Talk, we'll talk about it some other day. Okay. We'll, we'll, stick a pin in that, folks. Stick a pin in that one. Stick we'll, a pin we'll, in that one, We'll folks. talk about that one another day. Because it is time for some couples therapy. Yeah. And um, if you follow us on Facebook, which you should... <laughs> If you're not following the Words and Music podcast, please do follow us on Facebook and on Instagram because we post polls um, sometimes and couples therapy polls and when she's tends wrong to gener- <laughs> <laughs> tends to generate these kinds of questions. And this particular um, subject came up. When did it come up? It came up a couple of weeks ago. So here's here's a real quick just side note on this. Um, peanut butter still tastes funky to me. It tastes very burnt and yucky and because of the perosmia, the, the whole post-COVID mm-hmm. bullshit. And it's not fun because it's something that I miss so much. Yeah. Because I love peanut butter and chocolate. You do. Who doesn't? I mean. If you don't, you have maybe an allergy. To, to peanut butter or chocolate and or chocolate. But there are, so we, it was our last episode we were talking about, or maybe a, a couple episodes ago, we were talking about Little Debbie's. The no, Little we're Debbie the ice, ice cream. cream. Yes, yeah. the Little Debbie ice cream. And they had a Nutty Buddy flavor ice cream. Which is the, the best flavor. Uh, I was pissed off because they didn't have a peanut butter crunch flavor. You do, idea. Uh, yeah. Right? So that's how this came up. And you and your sister both were like, what is peanut butter crunch? Mm -hmm. And I tried to explain like the little Debbie peanut butter crunch. That's what I love. Mm. I don't like the Nutty Buddies. I don't like them stupid, nasty cardboard flavored wafers. I don't know what's wrong with you. That come with them. Right. And so who am I? (laughs) (laughs) I love these peanut butter crunch bars because they're like a cookie wrapped around. So it's like a peanut butter log. Right, wrapped in a cookie, almost a, like a Twix bar cookie. It's almost want to be Twix Nutty Buddy bar. It totally one hundred percent is a peanut butter a, Twix want to be Butterfinger. My right, bad. right. No, not a Butterfinger, but anyway, it's it, like it's a creamy peanut it. butter, and then wrapped in a cookie, and then enrobed in chocolate. It's freaking delicious. It's way better than a Nutty Buddy. No, it's not. Here's what I found out when we surveyed the audience. Here's what I found out: most people have never seen. 
The peanut butter crunch. Because it's garbage and it's you don't see it in not stores. Garbage. It is so not garbage. This is It is are- so inferior to the Nutty Buddy Bar. Okay. Inferior is strong language. Them is fighting words. I'll fight. Come on. <laughs> I'm your Huckleberry. So my mother even said, I do like the Nutty Buddy once in a while. I have never seen the other. I'll have to look for it. Our friend Alicia never had crunch bars, but I'm super partial to Nutty Buddy. I pull the wafer layers apart and eat them separately. You weirdo. Go ahead, Gator. <laughs> and Sarah, our fabulous listener, Sarah said, I've never seen the ones on the left before. And of course, the ones on the left in our picture were the peanut butter crunch. Yeah. I, what the hell is going on over here on the East Coast that you guys never saw the peanut butter crunch? Obviously, I grew up in the Midwest, and that's what we had. Do you want to know? Yeah. Because they don't sell that garbage. <laughs> They know Nutty Buddy Nutty bars are garbage. king. They, no. They, yeah. They're the best. Wafer all the way. So let me just go to our, I'm just, that was my, that was our Facebook page. Now I'm just going to refer to our Instagram page and where um, Drive and Riot, the folks, Michelle and Chris. <laughs> Michelle and Chris. Who we love. Shout out to Drive and Riot. If you're not following Drive and Riot on their socials, please do. They have some killer music. They said Nutty Buddy. Yep. Susie Rogers says Nutty Buddy 100%. Thank you. Uh, Jeffrey Watson said Nutty Buddy. My man. Tiffers9802 <laughs> said Nutty Buddy. Thank you. And it's because you East Coasters have never seen the peanut butter crunch. My daughter, though, coming in clutch. OMFG, how can you decide? She said. She's right because there with you. She, because she loves peanut butter and chocolate. She does. So <laughs> I get where she's coming from. But she's also the one. She's always right with you on the Nutty Buddies. Like Absolutely. She will she hide boxes of Nutty Buddies around the house so that yes. you don't eat them all. I know. And we found the Nutty Buddy box <laughs> in the front after out. she moved out in the living room. So, yeah. <laughs> Tucked in between the Blu-ray player uh-huh. and the wall. But um, <clears throat> I don't I, You know what? More for me. That's all I'm going to say. The peanut butter crunch, far superior to the Nutty Buddy. I don't know what y'all have been doing over so here on the not. East Coast, eating those nasty little cookies, but you can have them. I'll keep, no, the, I will the keep nasty little cookies are your crunch, little crunch cookies. That's your nasty. Keep, See, you called your own nasty. I will keep my peanut butter crunch bars. Those nasty cookies. Y'all can we have had those delicious your, wafers. They taste like paper bags. No, they don't. <laughs> and chocolate. Oh, That's my it. gosh. You can have them. You can have them. I, I gladly will. You can have them. I'll it, take all of them. Guess what time it is? It's what time, time is it? for our VIPs roll call? But I need more wine. Can you? Uh, could you maybe just like reach back into my fridge, grab that bottle real quick? Just want to. I just want to shout out the fabulous folks out at Fifty Third Winery and Vineyard for stocking my wine fridge for me. No. I mean, they no, didn't no, no, stock no. my wine fridge for me. I just I couldn't drink wine for like a year. Because it tasted like nail polish no, remover. They didn't stock it. Listen to the most we beautiful sound. Do you want to hear the most beautiful sound? It. There it is. <laughs> we pay for that shit. They we, didn't stock it. We, so we're in the wine club. <laughs> and obviously. Tell them how many we missed, honey. Three months is our three quarters is all nine bottles. Oh, by the way, when we go out there at the end we of the have, month, yeah. we have three more bottles to pick up. Yeah. Um, so I, I brought home nine bottles from my wine club and then, um, I bought you three more, six more, actually six more, that's sweetheart, right. six more of my favorite bottle, which is called Rhapsody. It's a yeah. beautiful Riesling and, um, they're running low on it. They, that's only, why had, I bought they it. only had two cases left. So my sweet, wonderful, amazing husband bought me six bottles. But anyway, I'm, I'm, uh, enjoying mm-hmm. a, 2019 estate-grown Chardonnay 
from the 53rd Winery and Vineyard. Cheers. Cheers. I always said I wanted to do a radio show that was as long as it took me to drink a bottle of wine. About halfway done. Yeah, you are. Time for the VIP's roll call. Starting with our fabulous friends over at Healthy Beginnings Wellness and Aesthetics. From Botox to bioidentical hormone replacement, keeping you skinny, sexy, strong, and satisfied. Visit healthybeginningswellness.com. They've got lots of really great things happening for spring, so make sure you check them out on their socials, Healthy Beginnings Wellness and Aesthetics. That's right. Mm -hmm. Next up, we've got Sprelly, the new way to PB&J. Now, their new location on Princess Sand Street, downtown Fredericksburg. Order online at Sprelly.com. And... And... You can get it locally at a store. That is right. They have just added their PB&J to the shelves at the Fredericksburg Co-op. That's right. So if you ha- By the way, if you haven't shopped the Fredericksburg Co-op you yet, to. you are missing out. It you is- can make some amazing almond butter. Just saying. Oh, my saying. God. You can go make your own <laughs> stuff. Like it, yes. it's, it's, it's an incredible store. Yeah. And you can become part owner. Yep. So you can have a share of the Fredericksburg Co-op. And, you know, I used to, well, like I said, I lived downtown for a little while, mm. for about a year. And I always said to myself, the only thing missing down here is a good grocery store. You have to still travel to go to the grocery store, but not anymore. The Fredericksburg Co-op right there downtown. Well, you would still have to travel to to get to it. From where I was living, yeah. yes. But if you are a downtown resident, you can probably walk to the Co-op. Or take a little bike ride or, eh, you know. Some places you can, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, the Fredericksburg yep. Co-op now offering the fabulous PB&J from Sprelly. They got some amazing ground dark turkey there. <laughs> that, they have that too. Yes. And as we are continue our VIP's roll call, let's not forget about our friends out at Coyote Hole Ciderworks. That's right. Hard cider and cider sangrias from 100% Virginia apples. And now offering a selection of Virginia IPAs located in the heart of Lake Anna in Mineral, Virginia. Follow them on Facebook and visit coyotehole.com. And you know what? You can find Coyote Hole cider in stores up and down the East Coast, including Costco. Costco of yep. all places. They have Who a limited it? edition Easter uh, cider right now that we went out and picked up on their own. Um, release weekend yes it's called cottontail cottontail it is so good it is delicious it's like if a pina colada and a hard cider fell in love and had a baby yeah there you go it's pineapple it's coconut it's apple it's delicious it's delicious you just need to try it you gotta go Don't out. take our word for it no take our word for okay, it. okay and go try it <laughs> go get it coyote hole cider works and they've also just launched into their um concert series for the summer it just opened this month, right on beginning of April. So they are now adding music, live music, out there at the venue on Sundays. You haven't been Saturdays you and Sundays need to attend. Full menu, Coyote Hole Cider Works. Great food too. Yeah, they have, they have really good paninis. The pretzels. Their flatbreads are incredible. Yeah. They've got apple cider donuts. I mean, come on. come on. And if you own a business, by the way, they are looking for some fabulous sponsors for some great events going That's on right. this summer. So check them out. Coyote Hole, Ciderworks, CoyoteHole.com. If you want to sponsor that stage, I can put you in touch with somebody. <laughs> yes, you can. Plus, if you want to become one of our VIPs, our very important podcast sponsors, just visit wordsandmusicpodcast.com. We'll talk about you in our next episode. That's right. It can be you as an entity. It could be you as a business. It could be you as a person. We don't care. I don't care. You. Entirely you. Let me talk about you. Let Red talk about you. Pay me to talk about you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, it's time for What the Fork. Yeah, let's... Oh. And this What the Fork is proudly brought to you by our friend Gator, who sent me this article, and I just about threw up. Gator, I'm about to say What the Fuck <laughs> instead of What the Fork. This is a definitely What the Fork. So here's the uh, headline. That shockingly delicious Kraft mac and cheese ice cream... No. ...is now available at Walmart's Nationwide. Yes, Craft mac and cheese ice cream. No. And uh, it says here, after selling out in less than an hour last summer, Van Leeuwen's ice cream is finally here for the masses. The shop is set to release another head-turning flavor, pizza. No. Would you eat pizza-flavored ice no. cream? No. So savory ice cream is a full-on hard pass for you. Yes. Not going to happen. Look, the only savory ice cream that I would even consider delicious would be pistachio. Have you never had a bacon ice cream? Did you never have? Remember Burger King used to do the hot fudge sundae with bacon? No, I don't. No, no. Dude, I've had it was bacon so pieces good. On, I've had bacon pieces on my ice cream before. You have? And it just doesn't turn me on. So you're not into the salty and sweet thing? It depends, but not in my ice cream, man. So I am honestly torn about this because it sounds gross. Yeah, it sounds <laughs> horrible. However. There's no however. No, there's one however. No. I love me some Kraft mac and cheese. This is a true. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, let me tell you. Oh, my God. Let me tell you. Straight up, she is a Kraft mac and cheese. Um, whore. The word is whore. Okay. okay. I'll, I'll say it. She's a Kraft mac and cheese whore. Her and her daughter, both. Listen, here's the thing about Kraft mac and cheese. First of all, it's one of the only things I could eat at the height of the parosmia, like the nastiness. The, like everything tasted bad, but Kraft mac and cheese was there for me. My mac and cheese. That powder was goodness. there for me. Oh, yeah. So there you go. Here's the article. Ice cream, you scream, we all scream for Kraft mac and cheese ice cream. But for most of us, actually tasting the totally unexpected, wonderfully nostalgic sounding ice cream flavor has proven elusive until now. Until now. When Brooklyn-based cult brand Van Leeuwen Ice Cream introduced its Kraft mac and cheese ice cream last summer, it sold out online in one hour, crashing the websites. <laughs> In mere minutes. No. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's Blink and You'll Miss It debut left scads of box mac and cheese fans, adventurous frozen dessert lovers, disappointed, curious, and hungry for another chance to try it. And here, I am one of them. I want to try this. No. I really do. No, you do not. The chance has arrived. Kraft and Van Leeuwen are finally making surprisingly well-received comfort food meets comfort food flavor, apparently far tastier than its stunt appeal might have you expect, broadly available. It is coming to Walmart. When? 3,500 Walmart locations across all 50 states where it will be, will, where it will, hi, hi, wine, there you are, where it will be sold for a 10-week rotation period. I do not have a lot of time. <laughs> I have to find this. I have to find this. So um, you'll also currently find other flavors. Okay. So there's Kraft macaroni and cheese. That's one of the seven flavors that they are putting out in Walmart. <laughs> seven flavors. There is also, um, so they say, okay, you'll, you'll find Planet Earth blue spirulina almond ice cream and pieces of matcha green tea cake. I'd try that. That's called Planet Earth. There's pizza. No. Cream cheese and mozzarella ice cream with a tomato jam swirl and basil crust cookies. And that sounds good to people? No, that sounds disgusting. That's horrible. Here's one you might like. Hot Listen. honey. Hot honey. Vanilla ice cream with honeycomb and swirls of hot honey. So spicy. Spicy honey. Mm, no. No? Still no. no? 
Uh, spicy honey guy. This one you'll be all over. Royal wedding cake. Mm -hmm. Come on. Floral sweet cream ice cream. Sorry, sweet cream cheese ice cream with hunks of lemon sponge cake and layers of elderflower frosting. Yeah, I'm down. Okay. This one, you're about to say, oh, hell yes. Bourbon cherries jubilee. Fuck yes. Oh, I got a fuck yes. Sweet cream ice cream with swirls of bourbon cherry compote. Yep. Okay. All down. You're down, down for that. Down for that. And then there is, finally, wild blueberry shortcake. Oh, yeah. There you go. I mean, that sounds like an ice that cream. That sounds flavor. like ice cream. Vanilla ice cream with wild blueberry swirl and chunks of shortcake. Yes. But that these are all like... in with the Kraft macaroni and cheese ice cream. That does not belong in ice cream. I... No. You're right. No. You're 100% right. Have we ever watched a food competition cooking show where they make ice creams and they said, oh, let me turn macaroni and cheese into ice cream? You know what? Cream. There have been episodes of like Iron Chef that we've watched where they've put things like weird shit like fish in ice cream. You know, there's, yeah, there's I know, been but things. But I'm talking like chopped, ma chopped mac and cheese. They've done weird shit. Mac with and cheese, though. Eh, yeah, I don't know. No. So when asked, what does Kraft mac and cheese actually taste like? Kraft mac and cheese ice cream. What does it taste like? This is how they describe it. Oh, please. If this reminds you of the ice cream you grew up with, you might be out of your mind. <laughs> if this reminds you of the comforting bowl of Kraft macaroni and cheese you grew up with, you're getting warmer because we did make this ice cream with that buttery, sweet, iconic cheese. You bet. They put the powder in the ice cream. I have to try it. I need to try this. Come on. It sounds intriguing. No. So, okay. Let's just flash back for a moment to remember when I used to do this What the Fork segment on my radio show. And you used to come in sometimes to try some strange foods. You talking about the red red pickles? I'm talking the about pickles, pickles soaked in Kool Aid. Yeah, you were all over it. They tasted actually good. Yeah. Oh, how do you know mac and cheese ice cream's not going to taste well, delicious? Well, one, it's Kraft mac and cheese. Yeah. That stuff's horrible. No, it's not. There's nothing better than Velveeta shells and cheese. Okay, for one. Sorry, I threw up in my mouth. Let's a get that just handled right now. One, that's not cheese. Two, no, you're wrong. <laughs> There's nothing better than Velveeta shells and cheese. Sorry. Yeah, there is something better. It's Kraft mac and cheese. And now no. they made it an ice cream. Can't wait. We're going to Walmart. Oh, my God. God help me. <laughs> I feel like we should just end the show on that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. No. 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 Just no. Just a hard pass on that. No. I mean, I will try it with you because you are right. I used to come on your show. You did. And try all the we stuff. We try all kinds of crazy things. I know we did. Mystery peeps, mystery Oreos, mystery M&Ms. Yeah, we did. Mm -hmm. You're right. And them nasty ass pickles. Let's not forget them <laughs> nasty pickles ass were pickles. Good. Pickles were disgusting. They were good. <laughs> it was just Kool Aid. Yeah, you shouldn't put a pickle in a Kool Aid. It uh, it's it just dyed it <laughs> and made it sweet and sugary, and it was weird. It was very weird. Anyway. But the vinegar overtook the sweetness. I'm anyway, down so. to try literally any of these because I think, well, maybe not the pizza. Pizza won't know. God, <laughs> don't ruin pizza for me, y'all. Okay. Come on. Okay. So here's what we say. Um, the Kraft Macaroni and Cheese ice cream will be available online for $12 a pint as of July 14th. Oh, we got to wait till July. Mm, that uh, sounds like it, stick yeah. Stick a fork in this one, folks. Pin it. Well, you know what, though? We're going to hang on to this and we're going to. Of gonna, course we yeah. are. 
Ooh, there's going to be an ice cream truck in Union Square in New York City on July 14th handing out free samples. Well, tell Emily. <laughs> My daughter will be like right there. You know what? I, I feel like this is a good thing. What? I'm sorry. I'm just reading the end of this article. I had no idea uh, that there was some weird ice creams out there. First of all, the people who wrote the article, where did I get this? I don't know. Gator sent me the link. Anyway, uh, the folks that wrote the article said, we had the opportunity to taste the mac and cheese ice cream with a mix of fear and trepidation. <laughs> and it was surprisingly good. No. They said the cheesy, creamy flavors associated with a classic blue box of Kraft is all there, but mixed with a sweet and also creamy, milky texture of ice cream. The result is rich, satisfying, and unexpectedly enjoyable. I feel like it's going to be like eating a big bowl of mac and cheese and drinking a glass of milk. No. I'm all over this. I'm all over this. I mean, we'll try it, but I, it doesn't sound appetizing at all. No. No. Does not sound good. Kraft has been giving their classic mac and cheese some rather unconventional twists in recent years, from going candy pink for Valentine's Day, I don't remember that, mm -mm, to even no. launching a pumpkin spice variant last fall. Did we miss that too? We must Pumpkin have. spice mac and cheese. There's everything pumpkin spice. But ice cream may just be the strangest spin yet. So uh, apparently this Van Leeuwen ice cream is no stranger to odd but creative flavors. They launched a limited edition spinach flavor in 2019 in honor of Popeye's birthday. I don't recall any of this, and I don't know what this Van either. Leeuwen ice cream is. Van so. Leeuwen, L-E-E-U-W-E-N. Wow. I'm probably saying it wrong, but shout out to them for being innovators and bringing us Kraft Mac and Cheese ice cream. I'm excited. It looks super bright yellow, too. <laughs> it looks like orange sherbet. It looks like orange sherbet. You're right. You're right. All right. Well, there you go. What the fork? That's what the fork. Yeah. That is definitely a what the fork. You guys, it's time for this some bullshit. This some bullshit. I feel very strongly about this one. Yeah, I know you do. I'm probably about to go on a tangent. Let's not go on too big of a one, because we're probably at like two hours. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's, it's our <laughs> podcast. We'll do what we want. Um, you know how, so there's there seems to be two sides of the same coin right now. Mm -hmm. The um, everybody's hiring narrative. <laughs> Quickly followed by the no one wants to work narrative. And neither one of them are true. No. Neither one of them are fucking true, folks. I know because I just spent three months Looking for a job. You did what, 80 some applications? Almost 100. Almost? I applied for almost 100 jobs. Close to one. I could sit here. I brought the calendar home today. I, I could sit here and go through them all. And the everyone's hiring narrative, sure. Everyone says they're hiring. But they're not. And a lot of jobs say they're urgently hiring. But they're not. Nobody's in a hurry to nope. hire anybody. Unless you are in food service or maybe retail. And honest, I'll be honest with you, I did not look into those avenues because I wanted to aim a little higher. Obviously, I wasn't, I was fortunate enough to be in a position where I could aim a little higher. How's that? Sure. You know, obviously, if, if it was before I met you and I was still just me and one income and trying to support two kids and whatever else. Yeah. At a different time in my life, I would have gone right to food service or retail. And no you. problem with that. Sure. But this time around, I aimed a little higher. 
the no one wants to work narrative is starting to piss me off because there are people out there that want to work. But guess what? They don't want to work for assholes anymore. They don't want to work for low pay. They don't want to work for less than their worth. You know, suddenly people have realized they don't have to work in toxic situations anymore. Mm -hmm. So the no one wants to work. Oh, no one wants. I went to an interview. (laughs) One of the two interviews that I actually scored went to an interview at a place that was, for me, it would have been a cool, creative, fun job. It was at a print shop locally. And the guy, the owner of the place actually complained to me because the person who had been scheduled that they wanted to interview before me didn't show up. So he was of the opinion that no one wants to work. Yet here I was standing in front of him, highly overqualified for the job yeah, and willing to do it anyway. Do you think I ever heard from him after that in- interview? Mm, no. Never heard from him again. You know why? Because in his mind, he wanted somebody a little more. Um, he wanted somebody with experience in a print shop. That wasn't me. You know, but yet he wanted to make sure that if he hired me, would I be willing to do his marketing for him for that same $11 an hour? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So the mentality that no one wants to work is some bullshit because people are out there. They want to work. You have to read between the lines on some of these resumes sometimes, folks. If you are an employer and you are desperately trying to fill a position, stop being so goddamn picky. Because people are out here, they want to work, and sometimes they are lowering their standards to come to you. Mm-hmm. And that's just the reality that's of it. That's right. And the whole, oh, no one wants to work, no one wants to work, it's such crap. Because here's the thing, the, the problem is, because on the other flip side of that coin, I know I'm jumping all over the place. You're fine. We mentioned him earlier, um, a coworker of mine, a very esteemed colleague of mine who had a heart attack and passed mm-hmm. away over the winter. To fill his position would literally take three full-time employees, yet he was a part-timer, Yeah, getting paid a part-time wage, couldn't live on it, and therefore had to take a second job. So he was busting his ass in radio for 30 years, doing literally everything, never said no, and had to still take a supplemental job to make ends meet Mm -hmm. because they weren't willing to pay him what he was worth sure and they weren't willing to hire enough people to cover all of his jobs now those same people are trying to find his replacement yeah and they're actually taking the attitude of you got to do all of this and don't waste my time if you're not willing to work (laughs) don't waste my time and it's like you know what I hope you never find somebody to replace him because honestly, he's irreplaceable. Absolutely. You're not going to find somebody like that anymore no. because people have realized over the course of the last two years, people have realized how toxic their work environments were. And now they don't have to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. The uh, What are they calling it? The the um, mass resignation. What are they calling it? The oh, great I resignation. I don't know. They're calling it. And... Um, you know, I have firsthand knowledge of this. I sat for three months feeling inadequate. Yeah. Feeling depressed. Like I dipped into a very deep depression. It sucked. <laughs> feeling inadequate. Yeah. No, I know. Me. Yeah. 
I worked my ass off for 20 years in radio and, uh-huh. and climbed the freaking ladder, broke through the glass ceiling, did all of the things that I could have done, worked my ass off. Nobody that I've ever worked with in radio will tell you that I didn't work my ass off. Yeah, That is one thing I can say for sure. They might say my ratings didn't weren't, weren't what they should have been, blah, 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 whatever. Guess what? They'll all tell you I worked my ass off. So to come out of radio and have people tell me that I had no skills or make me feel like I didn't have any skills yeah, because I didn't go to college. Right. I didn't have a bachelor's degree. You, you had OJT. <laughs> Hardcore, 20 years of experience. Exactly. And yet $11 an hour print shop wouldn't hire me. Not only would they not hire me, they didn't even, they didn't even follow up after that interview. No. That was it. I never heard from them again. And I was like, you know what? I would love to work in a print shop. I would love to learn how to screen, screen print and do sublimation, do all those fun things because it was creative for me. Yeah. And what they don't know is that I'm like a highly creative person who does this kind of stuff in my basement, you know? <laughs> right. Look up my other side hustle, no, no kidding. Two Salty Beaches, and tell me I can't work in a print shop. Tell me I don't know what I'm doing. Exactly. All the graphics design that I've done over the last 20 years. Yeah. All of the things that I have learned by putting my skills to use mm-hmm. on a daily. But yeah, I'm not good enough for your $11 an hour job. But nobody wants to work. And I bet you they still haven't filled that position. Hey. Because nobody wants to show up for an interview. Nobody wants to work. And this guy even made some comment about how people like work in the system. You know, the whole world that people are just working the system. They don't work in the system. You're overlooking the people who actually want to come and work for you because you don't want to pay them what they're worth. It's some bullshit. And that's that. <laughs> Randy stopped listening to me like 10 minutes ago. Just ranting over here. Sorry. Saw, no. I got to a point where, and I can say this now, obviously, because I've, I've been hired and, and it's interesting, too, because once you get hired someplace, other opportunities start to fall in your lap. You notice that? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Other opportunities now, you know, shining lights on things that, oh, hey, would yeah. you be interested in doing this? Oh, Maybe yeah. you'd be interested in doing that. Maybe I would. I will look at every opportunity that I have oh, because yeah. I'm not stupid. And oh. I will. I am not going to sit here and go, well, you know, I'm beneath or I'm above that. I'm not. One thing I don't think that I could ever do, and this is not, so I worked in retail. I did long, a lot of years in retail, and I would go back to retail in a heartbeat. I'd go work at Target. I'd spend every goddamn paycheck before I ever got home. You're not allowed to work at Target then. (laughs) So that's the problem with that. But my mother works for Target. She worked in retail an entire lifetime of working at Walgreens and now Target, her entire lifetime. And I have the same work ethic as her, and I would go back into retail in a heartbeat. Um, it just has to be some other place than Target. No, it doesn't. Yeah, I, I go work at Target. No. I love Target. No, they have a magnolia. You just said you'd spend your, t- your. I hundred percent would. But so no Target. <laughs> Damn it. Anyway, um, food I service. I put my foot down. I have to draw the line at food service because I am a klutz. <laughs> she I, is, folks. I am clumsy, and I think that sometimes I think I would make a good bartender, but even that, I'd probably. I spill things. She does all the time. I am not confident in my skills in food service. I did work in food service as a teenager, but it was very much in the kitchen. Her hand-eye coordination is Mm -mm, not there. No. And I come by it honestly. My entire family's women are clumsy. So. So there you go. It's the green girl curse. Mm -hmm. My mother's maiden name is green. So there you go. It 
It is what it is. It anyway, is what it is. it's some bullshit. The no one wants to work narrative is some bullshit. Okay. You just got to put the right people with the right bosses. And that's all there is to it. And if you are not, if you are having a, a problem hiring people, you can't find people, you might want to take a look at what you're hiring for, how much you're paying, and the environment with which you are offering an employee. Yeah. Because if it's toxic, yeah. They Nobody wants no to work there. Work. No one wants to work there no more. People are not going to want to work for you. No. Okay? No, the no one wants to work bullshit is not true. They just don't want to work for you. And you just have to re-examine yourself. I'm going to get in trouble for saying that. But anyway, it's time for Listen Up. He's just looking at me like, I don't even know what's coming next. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just letting you go on on that I one. I know. I'm sorry. I'm no. Ran- I'm ranting. It's fine. So many things. So many things on my mind. So there's a new app on my phone. Um, I discovered this actually through a blog from one of the consultants, radio consultants that I highly respect, Fred Jacobs. And it is from the folks at Amazon. You getting tired, baby? No, I'm good. Yeah, I know we've gone way, way over, but it's, all good. it's it's fine. So I just want you to um, just I want folks to check this out. I'm going to post the link on our Facebook page. So if you haven't heard of AMP yet, check it out. It's like I said, it's coming from the folks at Amazon. It's an app. And it is still in its beta stage, from what I understand. So if you need a code to get in, here it is. Instagram. The word Instagram. It took me forever to figure this out. (laughs) I had to follow these (laughs) sons of bitches on socials to figure it out. Use the code Instagram. I'm just going to cut the line for you, folks. Okay? Use the code Instagram. Get the AMP app. We'll make it easy for you. We're going to make it easy for you. So the only problem with a podcast is you can't play music. Yeah. So words and music, unless I bring an artist in here and he plays live music, has no music. We talk about music all the time. Talk about it. AMP is my solution. Yeah, it is. It is going to allow me to play you some music, folks. And I'm super excited about it. So I want you all to download AMP. Get the app. AMP. That's it. It's bright yellow. It's got a big A on it. Yep. I'll post it for you so you can check it out. Use the code Instagram and then look for a show coming very, very soon. Because I'm going to do it. I, I really, really want to get in there and talk music. So that'll be the music part of Words and Music. That's right. And now I said it. I have to do it. Damn it. Open mouth. (laughs) All right. We're going to wrap it up, folks, because it's time for gratitude is the attitude. Huh? Yeah. Here comes the big, mushy, I love my husband post. For what? Because I'm super, 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 super grateful for all the work that you did behind the scenes to help me in my new position. I really, really am. I didn't do much. I know you say that, but what you did worked. So even if it was only a little bit of something. I sent you a link. You sent me a link to a job that I was convinced I could not get. And that's to me, is your biggest downfall. Um, I like, did you not just hear the whole this and bullshit? Like how I applied for 100 jobs and nobody wanted me. And everybody made me feel like I was stupid. And, you know, yeah, I mean, so, I know. so you sent me this job description and it was long. And I didn't understand half the words. <laughs> And there was no way I was going to be qualified for this position. And you said, don't focus on those words. Apply anyway. Mm -hmm. And I did. 
Yeah, I know you did. And I got the job. That's right. And Because I told you don't focus on those words. Right. So I am just saying that my gratitude right now is 100% aimed at you because everything that you did behind the scenes, you talked to the right people, you convinced them that my resume may not look like it fits this position, but trust me, it does. Trust me, she can do this. Trust me, you will not regret hiring her. I mean, like you really went to bat for me. I did. I don't know why, but you did. I know why, because we got to pay a mortgage. (laughs) He's like, listen, this bitch needs a job. Not only that, I mean, let's be honest, not only that, um, but I also believe in you and know that you can do it. And I appreciate that. Yeah. And I mean, I'm learning new things. It's a very different environment, but I'm enjoying it. Like, I didn't really know. I remember when you first brought it up, I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna like oh, this. Oh yeah, she I don't was know. And I and, so... I and I said to you, I wanted you to be prepared because I wanted to be up front with you. And I was like, well, what if I hate it? And then we're doing this again in a year. And then what did I tell you? And then we do. Okay, if you hate it, but I told we do you. It. But how did I tell you to go about it? I don't remember. If you hate it, you go to them. Thank you for the opportunity. Right. This just ain't working out for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it, the industry that I am in, mm-hmm. they want honesty yeah that's it well and if you're putting two and two together folks you understand that i am now working for randy's company we're co-workers that well sort of we don't work in the same office no but we're co-workers by or location we work for the same company company yeah so that's what i mean and and it is a company that um it, I, every day i learn more about and every day i'm more impressed with it is the kind of company that i wish radio was you know what I mean? Just in the way that they take care of their people. You know what I just thought of? I just had an epiphany. Uh-oh. What if we like sent something to high up uh-huh. and said, well, why don't you start a radio station like Walmart? Could you buy a radio station, please? And I will run it for you. Well, no. Yeah. How, you know how I have radio oh, Walmart? Like Wal- Walmart radio is a huge thing. In fact, they're hiring. But guess what? You have to live in. You and Well, not only that, you have to you have to live in their um their where their radio station actually yeah. is located. I can't remember what state it is. It's Arkansas, isn't it? I, I don't remember. Somewhere in the Midwest. But you also have to have worked for Walmart for like so many years oh. in order to get the job on Walmart well, what radio. If we but say, anyway, yes. What if we say, hey. Could we have a radio station, please? Well, I mean, and here's the thing. And, and I, obviously, I don't want to talk out of turn, but I, you had mentioned a broadcasting initiative that um, – you know, could come down the road someday. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, and there are other opportunities. There I've, are. I've already spoken with some people that are doing some audio testing and they're doing some some kind of cool stuff. There's a, it's, it's fascinating to me. It's like opening a whole new world because um, obviously when you work in a, in a industry for a long period of time, you feel like that's sort of your bubble and coming outside of that bubble mm-hmm. is eye-opening. Yeah. And it's pretty it's pretty um impressive that there are first of all that there's companies out there that don't treat their employees like crap. <laughs> That's impressive. Yeah. To find out that not everywhere's a shit show. It is not a shit show. <laughs> and um so yeah, this whole new environment and I'm absolutely loving it so far. I'm um so for me gratitude is the attitude every single day because I go into work and I'm like <sighs> It's awesome. So thank you. You're welcome. You have my gratitude, my undying gratitude. You and the people surrounding you that helped make everything happen that has happened. And I can make it happen for many more people. You can. Look at you. 
You're like a job wizard. I should be a recruiter. You should be a recruiter. I think you'd be a great recruiter. I had a great recruiter. His name is Chad. Because <laughs> guess what, folks? There's always What you will learn in life is there's always a Chad. No matter where you look. Good, bad, ugly, or whatever, there's always a fucking Chad. It doesn't matter. There's always a Chad. You'll find this now for the rest of your life. Now, you will go away from this podcast, and you'll be like, damn it. They were right. There's always a Chad. There's always a Chad. And on that note, I'm hitting the button. Hit it. Thanks, Chad. Words and music.